Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's holliest, jolliest podcast. Welcome everybody. Uh, I'm I'm Nicholas. <laughs> I am joined by. Um, well, <laughs> you would think knowing that we were going to record that I would come up with something, but I feel like coming up with my uh, my zingers is everybody's hard as. Uh, it's because all the research you're putting into these Jer- episodes. Jeremy suffers on coming up with zingers for his. So welcome, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Justin. Oh yeah. All right. For those of you keeping track at home, I know that some of uh, Justin and (laughs) I know that uh, I know that some of you are keeping a spreadsheet at home. Uh, We are actually in person this episode, Uh, so go ahead and put a check mark in your appropriate location box that you are uh, tracking. Um, Like number six. Yeah. Um, I would I would say uh, it's becoming less increasingly rare that we do this in person, but. I feel like uh, there's a good chance we're about to hit a stretch where we don't it's don't gonna be more, don't worry. <laughs> where we're not going to be in 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 person for a while. So, all right. Well, before we get to the holly jolly part of this episode, hopefully you guys enjoyed our discussion on the reindeer. Hopefully that helped get you into. Did they? Did they enjoy it? I'm hoping they will have by the time we release this episode. Um, that uh, you know, it's brought you into the spirit a little bit. Um, hopefully, the end of this episode will bring you into the spirit a little bit more. But first, the Grinch that is Warner Brothers uh, came to meet uh, visit us this week, and boy, howdy! Oh boy, is DC just shooting themselves in the foot every possible way they pot- they can? Wonder Woman three, not moving forward. Is that really a shot in the foot? Man of Steel 2, canceled again. Uh, they are looking to cancel Aquaman after they release this next movie because they want Jason Momoa to be Lobo. I heard Jeffrey Dean Morgan wants that role. Uh, Black Adam 2, canceled. Uh, there would have been a new Michael Keaton Batman, uh, also canceled. Um so let, let's get into this a little bit. Um, obviously, I know at least two of us watched Wonder Woman 84. I don't know if... if uh, No. Did you not watch it because t- me and Justin talked about how terrible it was? I didn't watch um, it. You didn't watch it? No. No. Oh, I thought you did. No. I'm kind of just fatigued in general on superheroes, but definitely that was a good reason, yeah. Kind of what I... After hearing someone say this fucking sucked for like an hour, I don't really need to watch it. Yeah, I've okay. hit that same superhero thing where I'm just kind of like, eh. So, so Wonder Woman 84, or Wonder Woman 2, whatever you want to call it, uh, was just god-awful. It was, it was a mess. Um, reportedly, Patty Jenkins uh, wrote the script for Wonder Woman 3. Brought it to the table, and they said, you need to rewrite this. Here, Here's a bunch of notes. Um, here's a new script. <laughs> you, you, need to, you need to take this back and rework it. Um, and she said, no, I'm not going to. This is what I want to do. And 
They were like, yeah, but you're going to. So she just quit. She walked away. Hmm. Um, so they were just like, all right, I guess that means we're done. Like, we're out. Like, Why don't we just write a script? <laughs> we can't do any worse. Well, apparently, um, reportedly, the script that she turned in was more problematic than the script she uh, she they let her do for Wonder Woman 84. Hmm. And... Um, See, this is where I'm I'm getting conflicting reports and whatnot. I know that she didn't write Wonder Woman by herself, but she wrote Wonder Woman 2 by herself or had very la- a lot less help. So now I'm wondering how much of Wonder Woman was giving her credit and how much of it was somebody else. Because the first Wonder Woman movie was fantastic. It was really good. Uh, the second one was about as bad as you can get. <laughs> Not fan fan four stick bad, but yeah. pretty bad. Um, and then I guess she turned in a script to that same level, and they were like, "Listen, um, yeah, you almost uh, killed us last time. We're not gonna let you do it again." And she, rather than go, "Okay, you're right. I did the last one did suck," uh, she stuck to her guns and quit. Man, good for her for having the principle. <laughs> yeah, nice job, Patty. Yeah. <laughs> But it the saves movie us. Movie might suck, but at least you're committed. It saves us from. Um, <laughs> take pride, take pride in your shit, even if it is garbage. So, but it does save us from having to see um, at least her version of Wonder Woman three. Now they've said it's shelved or, or it's been canceled, uh, but that doesn't mean that Gal Gadot is done with the Wonder Woman character. It doesn't even mean we won't get Wonder Woman three. It just means. Whatever current incarnation of what it was going to be is is gone. Like, it's just off the table. Good. Uh, Man of Steel 2. Like, does any do we any, anyone care that it was canceled again? Like, no. I didn't even know it was back on the table. No. <laughs> okay. Um, apparently, um, Dwayne Johnson, a, you know, The Rock, really, really put... I, I have not seen Black Adam. I haven't yet. What should be... You know, like, I am not tired of superheroes. I'm still deeply entrenched in them, even though you two are. Um, but I didn't bother to go see Black Adam. I just, I didn't care. Like, when it when it comes on HBO Max, I'll watch it. I but, might then, but even, like, the last stuff, like, when Thor came on Disney+, Plus, I still haven't watched that one. But see, Thor is actually good, though. Yeah, I've just been like, ah... <laughs> I'll probably get back to it. Superhero burnout's a real thing. Um, what do we think about? Uh, I mean, I know you said Jeffrey Dean Morgan wants it, but is that just market confusion canceling Aquaman to put Jason Momoa as Lobo? Yeah, I wouldn't do that. They're um, both DC. You, you just leave him as Aquaman, right? You can find someone else. Have, what, who did the voice in the old cartoons? Brad Garrett. Oh, I don't. Oh, Lobo. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. He, okay, I think it was Brad Garrett, the brother from Everyone Loves Raymond. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I did voice him. I did that episode of uh, Lewd, um, the the YouTube podcast, um, and I was I was in, I encountered a, a real person out in the wild, not one of the three of us who have very specific tastes, um, and. I've kind of forced you two into my taste world anyway. So um, I've always said that it is very confusing that, you know, the marketplace has like Grant Gustin as Flash and Ezra Miller as Flash 
And, you know, like, we've got Ben Affleck and Robert Pattinson as Batman. As, as you know, now forget, because obviously we've moved on from, from Christian Bale. But, you know, it's market confusion. And I and some people, you know, people who are more, you know, hardcore, uh, you know, comic book nerds fans have said, oh, no, it's not. And I ran into somebody who is a, a real person. Um, and it did, it did, confu- it did, so it did somewhat confuse him. Like it was like, it was, I was trying to explain that what Elseworlds was and what the multiverse was. And like, it was just, he's like, I don't like it. It's just too confusing. Like, it's just bizarre. I don't, I don't want to get it. And it was like, it was sort of like. I don't want to understand. Stop explaining it to me. <laughs> right, basically. Um, to which I was like, I, I mean, I'm getting there. <laughs> to which I was like, okay, I guess I've just always lived in this world where it makes sense to me. But you know, I've always, I've always wondered if, like, if because I've always said, like, well, we talked about it when we did, you know, the old, um, you know, Mockbuster episode. Where grandma got confused and bought, you know, transmorphers instead of transformers uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. and stuff like that. So grandma goes to the store and there's a Grant Gustin flash doll and an Ezra Miller. Well, there's probably not an Ezra Miller flash doll anymore, but there would have been. Um, and then whoever they had, you know, or they've got Ben Affleck Batman and Robert Pattinson Batman and Kevin Conroy Batman. And, Take the Kevin Conroy. Well, you all, but grandma doesn't know. <laughs> How could you fuck this up so badly, Grandma? Don't you know the difference? (laughs) You ruined Christmas. Right. (laughs) Hope you get run over by a reindeer. (laughs) So I feel like if if that's true, like, I mean, now granted, James James Gunn doing Lobo, or James Gunn at least producing Lobo, very intriguing to me. I I would love to see that (laughs) because... Lobo? Yeah. He's like a bounty hunter. Yeah, I like guess he's Jeffrey Dean Morgan would be good for this guy. He's a he's an intergalactic, basically biker. Yeah, smart mouth bounty hunter. All right, who's this kid with the exploding chest? Is that the new Lobo stuff? Is that Lobo's daughter? Yeah, it looks like it. Oh yeah, Lobo's daughter. Nice. Oh, yeah, Lo- Lobo. Lobo is kind of like, um. Almost like a Deadpool, like mm. just a, like a smart mouth, you know, like kind of a a dirtier, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, people love him because he's bad, mm. not because, you know, but he's not really bad. He's, he's a bounty hunter. So he works for whoever pays him mm-hmm. the most, you know, yeah. he just has a bad attitude. Right. Mm. And then was it the new 52 tried to make him like a younger version and then just that one the, sucked. The new 52. The new Fifty Two is just proof that DC doesn't know what it's doing. <laughs> I tried reading the, that stuff, and I was like, "No, I can't." Well, do it's it. you know, Infinite Crisis, Infinite Crisis Two, Infinite Crisis Infinite, yeah, you know, whatever they, you know, uh, it's just DC keeps doesn't learn from their own mistakes, and they keep repeating them. You know, I know that you know a lot of writers complain about the Marvel method, but there's a reason that Marvel very rarely ever has to uh, destroy the entire universe, or has never destroyed their entire universe and started over again they might retcon something here or there to you know update it but they don't like go well shit we've got six different batman operating right now uh <laughs> let's blow up the universe so we only go back to one <laughs> smart they should have kept it with like they were doing with the tv series with flash and arrow kept those same characters same cast 
Yeah, and they couldn't help themselves. Nope. They they can't they can't stop themselves from doing it in the books. They can't stop themselves from doing it in the movies. They can't stop themselves from doing it in TV. Yeah, the TV series worked. Let's not follow it. But uh, the thing that kind of um, I, this would have been a bigger deal for Tony. So maybe we should have called him just for five minutes. Get him on speaker. Get him. <laughs> um, Facetime him. Apparently, they were planning on doing a live action version or or Batman Beyond inspired. Uh, movie where Michael Keaton played his version of Bruce Wayne. Um, this might have excited, you know, bring, bring Jeremy back into it. Mm-hmm. The uh, Michelle Pfeiffer version of Catwoman was supposed mm-hmm. to be back in. How old is she now? Like 60? I don't know. She's over, 80? She's over in uh, the Marvel world now, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> she's in. She's now in the uh, Ant Man movies, so. Oh, good for Wasn't well, Michael Keaton over there, too? Yeah, it's Vulture. Vulture. Yeah. So, Mar- Mar- Marvel just keeps uh, you know, going. You want to hey, do this? Well, we're taking this member. Yeah, we're gonna do this. No, you're not, because we took him. Yeah, that's right. A uh, sixty-four-year-old Catwoman. That would have been fucking hot. <laughs> Sorry. Let's go. Let's keep w- going. D- D- Marvel here is DC wants to do this, and they'll go get Michael Keaton. <laughs> we'll we'll find a role for him. No, I don't know. I just, it, it's just, so, I mean, a lot of people are, are turning on, are finally going, maybe, maybe DC doesn't know what they're doing. I mean, it's a drum I've Wait, been beating well, they're saying years. that now? Yeah. Have they been saying that, like, No, I've been saying that from the people beginning. People haven't? Other, other people, there are still <laughs> people online who are screaming about, bring back the Snyderverse, Zack oh Snyder. Gosh. I don't, I mean, after the whole thing of, like, how many bots Zack Snyder paid for to ha- go out there and push bots. for for the uh, you know hashtag release the Snyder cut? Like how people are still defending that, going he's great. Like, he paid for bots. Uh, that's the report. I mean, he, he you know he's trying to deny it, but there's enough evidence to say that, <laughs> that him oh. or his company were behind the the whole hashtag release the Snyder cut oh. version. You know, jeez. I can't remember what it was. We talked about it a few months ago where it was like 25 or 40% of all tweets for hashtag release the Snyder Cut were like bought and paid for oh. bots. Like it was not a... Basically, it was. It came out that it was like this was not an organic campaign. This was mm. something that was manufactured and distributed. And D- DC has since talked about how they regret giving in to fan pressure and releasing the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Why? Why do they regret it? I think because um, part of it is, I think, that that created a monster in the world because immediately after they got the Snyder Cut, they're like, well, we won, and if we can do that, what else can we do? And they started on the release the Iyer Cut of the first Suicide Squad movie uh-huh. and, and do this and do that. And, like, I mean... Now, with, like, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Like, fans were right to be like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. Same with that one. What is it, X-Men Apocalypse? Where yeah. it looked like Ivan Ooze from Power Rangers? Yeah, but at least that one, you can argue that they just released prom- uh, promo material too early. And it was just unfinished CGI. That, they that was were... bad. But, yeah. I mean, granted, it didn't make the movie any better. The it movie like still sucked. Um, <laughs> it did. But the, but the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, like, I don't know if fixing his look from the original trailer to um, 
what what we got made it a better movie because I mean that movie both it, that one and the sequel are far better than they deserve to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the sequel. It's it's not as good as the first one, but it's still pretty. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. In fact, we got a really you you both. I know you watched the Chippendale Rescue uh, Rescue Ranger mm-hmm. movie. We got a really good Sonic the Hedgehog joke out of. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I do get the point of like if all of the fans are saying you need to stop this, it needs to not happen, and giving in to the fans and saying okay, let's do it, let's fix it, make it right is is the way to go but at the same time i understand where they're coming from of like every time like if a majority of the fans actually like it but there's a small super vocal minority that like you know that don't like maybe we don't acquiesce to them as often and i think now that you've got a, a major example of the fan pressure giving into it and in releasing it and not really making near the waves or, or the financial uh, gain that they thought they were going to. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Marvel fell for Well, not Marvel. Sony fell for it when, um, the, when social media decided to really turn Morbius into a joke. And Sony didn't understand that it became a joke, and they re-released it in the theaters. Yeah, and it 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 lost even more money than it had already. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, people really want to see Morbius. They they legitimately just didn't get a chance the first time. And it's like, no, we didn't go see it the first time because we didn't want to. Releasing it a second time in the theaters isn't going to make us want to see it anymore. I saw it in theaters the first time. Okay, you yeah, I finally broke down and watched it when it well. There's the, I mean, I watched it when it was streaming, and it was just disappointing. Is is the word I is the review that I would give it. It's more than time. Because <laughs> I like Jared Leto. I know that might be controversial to say. I don't know. I I mean, I know a lot of people don't like him. Um, I like Thirty Seconds to Mars. I think they're a really good band. Um, I think most of the time Jared Leto is he makes choices in a movie but you know i do enjoy him i like matt smith a lot um you know i'm a doctor who fan and he's one of my favorite doctor who's Hmm. but uh the movie was just trash it was just awful so you're saying jared leto needs to stay away from comic book movies i don't think his joker was bad i don't think his joker was given the opportunity to really prove himself as joker I you know I'm not against releasing the Iron Cut because it's supposedly you know an hour of basic joke basically Joker footage, but at the same time it's like I, I, we've already moved on. Just get over it. Like yeah. we've already got another Suicide Squad movie and the Peacemaker series out of it. Like just it's time to forget about it and move on. And if they're not gonna acquiesce with hashtag release the butthole cut. Butthole cut. <laughs> Of, Who's of, butthole? of the cats of that movie cats oh there's yeah suppo- there's supposedly a version of the movie with the animations a little different nice and and the joke has always been that uh, they had given all of the cats like you know buttholes ah uh, so like that tiger that yeah lego. that lego tiger uh, <laughs> oh boy 
Um, to which I say, I, I don't know if that cut really exists because I don't think that any animator worth their salt would have been like, we should animate buttholes on Drake and Taylor Swift and Rebel Wilson and James Corden. And <laughs> Why yeah. not? There's only one of those people I think it's worth. Yeah, I know how much you like Drake. Yeah, <laughs> I do love Drake. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. And Drake's cakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, was there anyone? No, we talked about it all. That was the DC, James Gunn. James Gunn's come in and he's shaken up the DC world, basically. Like he, him, and Peter Serafan, Sarfan, have been. You know, they're like, listen, we got to break. Some, they're, they're quoting classic Jack Nicholson. Sometimes you gotta break you gotta break some eggs to make an omelet, you know. Alright. Huh? You know, and and they they said you know you're gonna up, we're gonna upset some people, but that's the only way we're gonna get this right and fix it. Is that you know some of this shit's gotta go. <laughs> I mean we apparently we, a lot of it. <laughs> we have to admit that some of it was shit and take the laxative, get it all out your system. <laughs> Yeah. Good. All right. So, did anybody watch anything this week we're talking about? <laughs> uh, I watched the movie Black Phone. Nice. Oh, I've wanted to see that. Is it? It's good. Okay. It's on Peacock. Yes. I, I just keep forgetting to watch. Yeah, it. it's worth a watch. Pretty right. pretty suspenseful. It's uh, you kind of see what's coming, but it's still good. Mm. Sweet. It takes place in like the seventies, I think. Yeah, I watched some Shark Tank on, <laughs> on NBC, and I played Donkey Kong Country 3. That's all I did. Nice. True to form, I watched a bunch of episodes of The Monsters. Um, yesterday, I watched um, Halloween, the 2018 version. So I guess something somewhat modern. Uh-huh. Then I watched Cabin Boy. Cabin Boy? The early '90s. Oh, Chris Elliott. It's so cheesy. It's he's a he's a fancy lad. All right. He's a he he's he's some sort of high upper crust, highfalutin kind of like you know guy, and he it's it's so stupid. Um, but I remember having watched it when I was well, it came out in like '94, so it would have been in high school. But um, there was a a, a line where he comes out of a cave and he goes, these pipes are clean. And I just, I, I, for whatever reason was like, I must watch this movie again. Um, you're not, you're not doing a good job of selling it to I'm me. I'm not <laughs> trying to sell it. <laughs> no. Who's in it? It's Chris Elliott. I mean, I like Chris Elliott. So that helps. It, it's bizarre. Chris. I mean, it is the early nineties, weird, like get a life. Chris Elliott. <laughs> um, who, uh, Brian Doyle Murray, um, the coach from Major League One and Two. Okay. Um, there, uh, there's a bunch of, there's a, it's one of the only we um cameos or mo- roles in which David Letterman didn't play himself in a movie. Um, the hey, you want to buy a monkey? <laughs> it, it's, I'm not <laughs> suggesting you watch this movie by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm not suggesting that you don't watch it. Um, I had to watch it on a streamer called Hoopla, which you need a library card for. I'm not. I don't know if there's another one. But, 
Because, you know, when I think, you know, rent borrowing movies and, and books from the library, it's often quality, like Cabin Boy. Right. That's and, the first time I watched Blazing Saddles. We rented it from the library. Yeah, but see, that's actual quality. I think I was like 10. Well, you probably maybe, shouldn't have watched the maybe, movie. Maybe 11. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, a that's a little too young to be watching that movie. <laughs> explains my humor right there. The library was my first exposure to all the Ernest movies. So, really have to thank them for that. Yeah. They made us the <laughs> sick individuals we are. Yes. Thanks, yes. public library. <laughs> I We talked about it last year, but re, have, have, when's the last time you watched Ernest Saves Christmas? Well, it's been a long it's time. It's been a long time. <laughs> I rewatched it. I think Disney, Disney Plus has it. I have no idea. One of the streamers have it, and I watched it last year. I mean, it's... No, it's an earnest movie, so you know that going in. So I, I can't say that it holds up, but at the same time, like I don't know if it was ever good. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's still earnest, so you know it's fun. Yeah, it's 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 exactly what you expect out of an earnest movie. <laughs> um, then I watched another '80s movie with John Cusack called Hot Pursuit. Hmm. Because heaven forbid I watch anything modern. We should have a discussion, probably not on a Christmas uh, episode, about the Halloween franchise. All right. Uh, now that I'm getting further and further into having watched almost all of it now. All right. Maybe, See you maybe, in October 2023. <laughs> maybe by then I will have watched all of them because I do find it really fascinating where you're just like, we've backed ourselves into a corner. Let's restart it. Uh, we like that one. We like that one. Yeah. So let's just... Those are canon. The rest of them are garbage. We'll start over again. And then at some point, they could be like, well, those are all garbage. We like these. We'll go... Yeah. Like, just alternate timeline it. Just, you know... I would love to see a, uh, a Michael Myers, like, Michael Myers verse where all the various different Michael Myers, like, meet up with mm, each other. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there's, like, five five separate <laughs> timelines. Although one of them doesn't have Mike Myers. Right. I haven't seen them. Yeah, maybe I'll get them watched by next Halloween. Perfect. All right, that you've got you've got between now and October to watch eleven movies. So I ba- do one a month. Yeah, barely. I mean, you, one month you might have to watch like two. But ah. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> All right. Um, do you uh, did you bring any any death watch for us? I mean, I know that's your no. <laughs> No. <laughs> not that I, uh, not that I remember seeing. Okay, all right. Kick the bucket, Justin. Who kicked the bucket? Um, Alexa, which celebrity died this week? <laughs> oh, oh, that wasn't this week, you crazy bitch. <laughs> all right. <laughs> She's not gonna stop until she names every celebrity that died. Nope. Alexa, stop. This is old news. This is old. <laughs> There's, okay. our, there's our segment of Alexa Presents. <laughs> <laughs> the old celebrity deaths. So last week we talked about Santa's reindeer because, you know, when you hear the reindeer, you know that means he's on the way. <laughs> but there's one, there's, a, there's at least one other character that, that it comes to mind when you think of Santa. When you think of his right hand, right, he's not a man, oh, but right hand, right hand individual, his his helper, his his confidant, his... Helper. Yeah. She doesn't want to be reduced to just that. 
Her, her. Uh, what era do you think this is? Well, we we got a lot to cover. <laughs> this is my helper. <laughs> His uh, helper. Well, I mean. No, no. Okay. Yeah, you can okay. go home and see how that works. Yeah, You're my helper. Well, I mean, he's her help. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, <laughs> okay, but it's a mutual thing. It's a mutual All right, thing. All right. All right. We are going right. to talk about Mrs. Claus. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. <laughs> so. That's a very short list we got this week. Yeah, it's just. Uh-huh, it's yeah. Unless we get, start getting some of uh, the other movies that they made about Mrs. Claus. Well, I don't think we're going to talk about those made. documentaries. <laughs> um, all right, so the first known reference to, to Mrs. Claus is in 1849. A story by James Reese called A Christmas Legend. But she is only referred to as Santa's wife. Mm. Um, in 1851, in the Yale Literary Magazine, which I know we're all subscribers to. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, no, I canceled my subscription. Oh, did you? No. A story about Santa at a Christmas party. She's referred to for the first time as Mrs. Claus. Wow. Um, so slowly over time, the classic form took shape. Uh, but essentially, it was just story writers making her match Santa. You know, the red. Mm. I mean, he went from green to red. She went from green to red. You know, the cape, the you know, the the general frumpiness. Um, <laughs> you know, the gray, the, the gray hair. <laughs> but that was the original, the original Mrs. Claus. Now, as time progressed, we got different Miss Clauses who were not frumpy. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> fit. From frumpy to fit. The stair climber. Um, <laughs> there is, however, quite the debate over what her actual first name is. Uh, in 1970, the... Okay, well, the first appearance in the movies of Mrs. Claus was actually Santa Claus Conquers the Martian <laughs> in 1864. Or oh. 1964. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she... He that one beat the first appearance on TV by about three weeks when she was in Rudolph. Hmm. But in 1970, so a couple years later, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. That Rankin and Bass special. Mm-hmm. She is referred to as Jessica something uh, before she becomes Mrs. Claus. So her first name is Jessica. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, in 2002, the Santa Claus franchise gives us Carol. Uh, a random website called YesSantasReal.com um, <laughs> referred to her as Holly. Oh, of course. Uh, 2022, the, that Mel Gibson movie, which we talked about last year, but I would recommend it, uh, Fat Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, her name is Ruth. Okay. Um, 1985, Santa Claus the movie. Um, she's Anya. Um Two, Anya two, Claus. <laughs> uh, 2007, in Fred Claus, you get Annette. Uh, 2011, Arthur Christmas, you get Margaret. Um, <laughs> 96, there was a TV mi- musical called Mrs. Santa Claus, where Angela Lansbury played the character. <laughs> nice. Uh, she was Anna. Uh, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, which I didn't get an exact year for, but it can't be that long ago. Um, she was Nancy mm-hmm. and also a vampire. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Um, so there's no real consensus as to to what her first name is. Um, uh, there's even I don't know. Have either of you started watching Santa Claus the series yet? I don't think I'm no. going to be jumping into that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, you know, it's enjoyable. I mean, it's 
they they introduced the idea of of a not a multiverse but like I don't they they kind of flipped the script on what happened in the first movie in the series. All right. Where they kind of reframe what happened. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't change what happened, but it kind of changes how it happened. Mhm. Um so they introduced the some interesting concepts and because it's happening right now I don't necessarily want to spoil it for That's okay. You could spoil. Oh. Yes. For, I mean for oh. the audience it's fine. I mean if they don't, if they don't want to hear it, but I <laughs> I don't care. All right. I mean um where was I going with all of that? Oh. Now I don't remember what I was saying. Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus. So there's no real consensus as to what her first name is. I mean, with with um with Santa himself, it's it's always pretty much been been Nick Nicholas or occasionally Chris Kringle, mm-hmm. but you know, but very rarely like it's not like the guy they're like his name was Doug. Doug. <laughs> this is Doug. This is Doug. <laughs> well, um, Mrs. Claus is a two hundred twenty-seven years old, and her favorite Christmas song is "Silent Night." Interesting. I don't know how the people could possibly know that. That yes, Santa's real, but. <laughs> All right. So, from the very earliest appearance of the character, she was generally. Just the supportive helper of, of Santa. The encourager when things get rough and keeping Santa fed at you know at her best. Most often depicted as the leader of the elves and the head baker. But as but it is clear that without her dedicated work, Santa would be lost. Over time, as the characters become more fleshed out and we know more about her, she has um, become as clearly as equal as the big man himself. Mm. Um, so there. Yeah, yeah. Does that, does, that, does that fix how I started it? That fixes <laughs> it. Does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She's evolved yeah. from helper to equal. Right. I like it. Because without without her, Santa really couldn't do anything. I mean, think about jerk Santa and Rudolph and the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just too busy worried about other things, and she's like, "You need to eat. We don't want a skinny Santa." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, what is your favorite Mrs. Claus? All right, Jeremy, you can start us off here. Okay, wow. Jeez, let me just pull up my list here. (laughs) All right. How about you, Nicholas, then? All right, my favorite one. I I did struggle to come up with lists because, like, like, I don't really like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed special. I mean, maybe I did when I was a kid, but now I don't. Uh, so I went with the first one. I went with Elizabeth Mitchell from the Santa Claus franchise. Okay. Okay. I'm right. going to go with the Mrs. Claus cameo from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. okay. Uh, the first one I put was Max from Two Broke Girls, played by Kat Dennings. Okay. When she they get the job at the, the mall being the elves, and she gets promoted to Mrs. Claus. All right. Can't I, go wrong with Cat Dennings as no, Miss Claus. That is true. Um, okay. I was having with it's same thing with the reindeer as with Miss Claus. I was having a real hard time doing research because I would type in like list of appearances by Miss Claus on TV specials, and they wouldn't say it. Like they would just be like they would only be like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is coming to town, a year without Santa Claus, 
And I was like, no, I want to know, like, did Lucy dress like Mrs. Claus? Did right. Max dress like, you know, like characters like that? Nobody had that list. That one I just remember. I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mrs. Claus always getting shafted. Whoa. 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 <laughs> those are those documentaries you were referring to earlier. God damn it. Anywho, yeah. Nicholas. Uh, Goldie Hawn from the Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. All right. Uh, uh. So I haven't watched them. You said they were worth, worth a watch. They're fun. Okay. I mean, they're not like, they're not as good as like Christmas Story or, yeah. or Christmas Vacation, but they're they're enjoyable. All right. I wrote, are you whoa, gone? Whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. Don't skip okay, me. Okay, I won't skip you. <laughs> My next one is The Great Adventure of Mrs. Santa Claus by Sarah Addington and Gertrude A.K. from 1923. It's a literature. It's a piece of literature. I read it. But don't ask me too much about it. Just, you have to use your imagination. It, it's a book, though, about Santa uh, Claus's main squeeze as the main character. So uh, I think you're really going to dig it. All right. All right. <laughs> um, I did write down Nancy Claus from Billy and Mandy. Okay. Where she's the head of the uh, vampires. And that episode aired on December 2nd, 2005. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one kept coming up. Like I found, like I did find multiple lists of like, Strangest appearances by Mrs. Claus, and that was on like every list or like. I think in that one she's like three hundred years old. And she's yeah, she's it's... a vampire. Santa's a vampire. Yeah, that that part was weird. But I have to <laughs> I have to rewatch that episode. I do vaguely remember it. I remember the few times I've watched Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. I really like it. Mandy makes me laugh. It's a weird show. It's a very weird show. Mm. Um, all right. So for my third one. And I don't have any honorable mentions this time, so I was hoping that you guys would come through with some stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I put Marion Jean-Baptiste from Fat Man. Okay. All right. Because, you know, anytime you get to see Miss Claus, you know, toting a gun and killing some bad guys. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's always a good time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Mrs. Claus from a Boost Mobile ad where she was in bed with a snowman. Oh, <laughs> that one was also on the research, but apparently that made people a lot of very angry. Yeah, yeah. And they pulled the ad. Yeah. yeah. So well, I imagine it's on YouTube somewhere. Probably. Though. Yeah, there was there was some posted online somewhere. So. All right. All right. Uh, the only other one I put was because I had to do some research on these. I put Katy Perry Ooh. dresses as Mrs. Claus for her music video "Cozy Little Christmas." I don't really know what the song is or anything, but I can definitely see where your list um, tends to lean towards. <laughs> what the fuck! She dresses as a tree too. That's awesome. <laughs> it's my favorite tree. I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then the only honorable mention I put down was Miss Claus from the uh, 2018 horror film by the same name. Really? Yeah. Cool. There was a 2018 horror film called Mrs. Claus? Yes. I guess they're at, like, frat party or something, and someone dies, and then it's like an evil spirit dressed as Miss Claus is killing them. Cool. Yeah. Look at that. That's awesome. There. If you can see his screen. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's right. I did actually come across that on the research. I'm just remembering it now. Yeah. Didn't watch it. Watched the trailer, and I was like, this looks interesting, because not a whole lot popped into my head on this topic. I, uh, except, I, for, except for Max, Cat Dennings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Bob Rivers recorded a parody of the soul song Me and Mrs. Jones entitled Me and Mrs. Claus on his 2002 album White Trash Christmas. So there's another reference. White I'm very trash. familiar with White Trash White Christmas. White Trash Christmas. <laughs> are you? Are you, or are I, you? That's like the been every one of my Christmases. <laughs> yeah, he had, what is it, the Redneck Reindeer? Red, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> so he does, he has his stuff there. White Trash. Is White Trash going to be Leroy the Redneck fun? Reindeer. Yeah. Will that ever be an offensive term in our lifetime? White trash? Uh, depends who you ask, I guess. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't really know. I kinda embrace it, like. Um all right, well then. <laughs> um, if you if you're white trash and you <laughs> You have more? <laughs> it's and 40 make, minutes in. you make pizza sandwiches? Uh, no, no, I don't have any more. I, I'm, I, I, when I had the idea of coming up with all these topics, like I really expected there to be a lot more. Well, like, what is there to say about Mrs. Claus? That's what I was hoping the internet had a lot more about. Uh, Santa couldn't do it without her? Yeah. I mean... Better than that, we could say that for like the next five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I was really... poor lady. He only comes once a year. Oh. <laughs> what are they doing together for the other three hundred and sixty-four days? I assume they are bossing uh, around elves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do they I don't get know, paid? They... Do they pay the elves? I mean, they get free room and board, and they get to live for hundreds of years. Is that really <laughs> a trade-off? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Next year, when we talk about the elves, we'll uh, we'll talk about whether or oh, not boy. they get paid. Top pop culture elves. Oh boy! Oh, welcome back, guys. <laughs> We're pulling some more Christmas magic out for you. <laughs> pulling something out. I mean, ne- next year we'll do like Krampus and La Bufana and elves. I guess I don't know. I say that, but La don't Bufana. don't hold me to it because there's a good chance since I didn't write it down, I won't remember. True. Just appreciate all the episodes that you get. <laughs> just be happy. Yeah. Each take one one week at a time and just be happy this season that we gave you a Mrs. Claus one. <laughs> Works for me. That's a good message, isn't it? Right. Because you never know. You just have to appreciate the gifts you have. It is. Don't worry about Lava Fada and Krampus yet. Yet. And any future endeavors because you know the christmas season is all about appreciating the now and all about who you're with (laughs) how much longer okay (laughs) 12 more minutes 12 more minutes of jeremy's inspirational well um hit us up on facebook instagram um You can you can follow us on Twitter. Just know that we're not using it very well. Um, you know, hit us. You know, follow. Go over to Media Pod Smash. Do some buy. Buy Jeremy a cup of coffee. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and inspirational Jeremy has left. <laughs> um. Oh God. Wait, there's more, guys. And the Simpsons tapped out. Mrs. Claus actually made an appearance in that game, too. Is that the old game? Video yeah, the, game? the mobile phone game. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Like, that one in Futurama. Like, I was like, oh, great. And then, like, a couple minutes into it, I'm like, oh, 
Like, the only way to really do anything successfully with this game, you have to spend more money. Like, <laughs> I'm out. I'm, yeah. I hate mobile games. Yeah. <laughs> Some of that baseball one we used to play. Oh, what was that? I don't remember. Nine innings. Yeah, that one yeah. was one where you get the packs of cards with the different players. Yeah. That was a good game. And that was one of the rare ones that you didn't have to pay. I mean, you could buy packs, couldn't you, if you wanted to, but you didn't really have to. Yeah, you didn't have to. And they'd license fucking players. Wow. Yeah, they licensed players, but they didn't license the logos. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Cost extra. (laughs) Yeah. I figure it would have been cheaper to license the logos than the players themselves. You just just misspell one letter in their name, and it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Sorny. (laughs) Yeah. And Temple Run 2, Mrs. Claus, was also in it as a celebration for the holidays, and she she popped up as a cameo. Okay. Remember Temple Run? No. Oh, it's like, Another game where you go left and right, can I go left to right? They have it at Dave and Buster's too, like an arcade version now. Yeah. That'd be fun to do again. Dave and Buster's? Yeah. yeah. A, little pr- and Bu- a little pricey, but fun. Yeah, Dave and Buster's is fun for to go occasionally. Bob Rishi recorded a parody of Stacy's Mom called Mrs. Claus. Has got it going on? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I wonder who Mrs. Claus is in that one. <sighs> Magic. Magic? It must not be a very popular song because... Oh, it's at the very bottom here. Ah, oh, boy, Jeremy. Mrs. Claus has got it going on. Sad's been looking over his naughty list. Yeah, it's about what you would expect. Say, do you remember when I fixed your sleigh? Your wife came out in just her red and white lingerie. I could tell she liked me, and it really showed. <laughs> or that could have been because it was 40 below. <laughs> and in so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mrs. Claus has got it going on. And then who could forget the classic uh, adult novel, Breeding Mrs. Claus? There's that one. Uh, <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. I guess you guys must have not read that one. No, that that, the, that never popped up in my research. Well, with your Hoopla card, maybe you can check that one out from the library. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and assume the library doesn't have that title. Um <laughs> Who knows, uh, The library has weird stuff. So Sometimes. They, they, they could have it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got nothing. Well. All right, then. Um, uh, man, you would think, like, knowing... It's like every time I go on 80s flip flashback, like, I know what he's going to ask me. Because I, I know the questions. You know, I've done it enough times now. That I would actually, you know, think to go, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but I don't every time. Um, so I know how I'm going to end the show. You'd think I'd take the time to come up with an ending. But I don't. So I guess just remember that stupid never walks alone. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Good thing that candle wasn't lit. That would have sucked. Bonus content. Top five favorite snowmen from around the world. <laughs> just kidding. 